0: Thank <laughs> you. Everybody and welcome back to the Family Meal Podcast. My name is Grace. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about um, something that if you've worked in the restaurant industry, you are definitely aware of this. And if you haven't, you may be so grossed out that you never want to dine out again. Um, and that is how absolutely disgusting my job is. Um, and I say that for a couple reasons, primarily being that I never realized just how disgusting it was until COVID-19 happened. And I'll get more into that in a little bit. Um, this was kind of prompted by this article I read the other day. It was published in The Atlantic. It's called Hygiene Theater is a Huge Waste of Time by Derek Thompson. And when I originally read that title, I was automatically worried. I was like, oh no, is everything that I've been doing just been a humongous waste of time? And like, it's not worth all the energy I've been putting into it. Um, He was basically going on to talk about how he calls this, you know, sudden trend of all these restaurants and and fitness chains and the New York subway doing these deep cleans and saying, well, we're we're sanitizing everything. There isn't a surface we won't clean. Um, He refers to that as hygiene theater. And he's saying that, you know, this focus on deep cleaning every single surface that people could have touched is not really where the problem is and where our concern should be and where our energy should be focused. Um, An example of that being, you know, it's great if your bar that you, you know, that you own and operate, you have sanitized every single surface in that bar before your patrons come in. But if 40 people come in the door not wearing masks and they all stand around talking to each other and yelling to each other and they don't wear a mask and they're inside then it doesn't matter that you just sanitized everything because the real concern is that the virus travels via the air. And so that's really where our focus needs to be. So when I read that part, I immediately relaxed a little bit because I said, Phew, we don't do anything indoors. We do everything outside and we do make sure people are masked whenever they are walking past other people. They are only allowed to take off their masks while they're seated at a table um, that is six feet apart from other tables. Um, And the problem that the author cites is that this hygiene theater really creates a false sense of security. So people think, well, just because I've sanitized everything, that must mean my patrons are safe. You might feel as a customer like, well, I'm probably safe because everything's been cleaned. And that's sort of true because you can get sick by touching something that also has the virus on it. And then, you know, touching your mouth or touching your eyes, your nose, something like that, your face. Um... (laughs) licking your hands. Um, You obviously can get sick from that, but it's not quite as, how do I say this? It's a little bit more rare than people think it is that that can happen. Um, So all that to say, you know, that's kind of the reason part of that surface contact is why, you know, now servers wear gloves all the time and obviously why we wear masks because we have to get within six feet of you. That cannot be avoided, but we want to make sure we're protecting ourselves and protecting you from us. Um, but the gloves has become a real like point of note for me because um, that's really when I started noticing just how gross my job is. Like I never really thought about it that hard. Like obviously I washed my hands. Okay. Like obviously if I had just like taken somebody's dirty dishes and brought them into the kitchen and I was now going to bring out clean food obviously I would like scrub my hands really quick and then bring out clean food because if I just touch something gross I don't want to touch nice lovely fresh food coming out of the kitchen but like I never (sighs) this is these are the things you don't think about until you work with COVID Um, I never thought about how like you come from your life and you touch your water glass right which is fine it's your water glass you're at a table glug glug and then I'll touch your water glass to like refill it. And then, you know, while I'm refilling your water glass, I'll walk over to someone else's table and touch their water glass and refill it. And so not only is it gross that I'm touching so much stuff that other people has touched, but also like I'm cross-contaminating. Like now in the age of COVID, that's cross-contamination because at Someone at table four may have COVID and they touch their water glass. And if I touch their glass and go and touch table five's glass, I could have transmitted it. Now, the odds of that, according to this article and some of the other ones are, it's not that likely, but I have to be aware of that, right? If I, if I'm really going to do everything in my power to prevent somebody from getting sick, well then that means I really shouldn't be touching anything on your table unless I'm about to immediately change my gloves after doing so, which for the most part I do in and when I say for the most part, I mean I've just modified everything else so that I don't have to touch it. Like now I don't pick up your water glass when I refill it, I just hold the pitcher and pour and I pray it doesn't get on the table. And if anybody's gonna make fun of me for it, I'm gonna be like, I'm really sorry, I just didn't want to touch your glass because then I have to change my gloves before I touch somebody else's glass. Anyway, whole big thing. Um I've also noticed that like I didn't really notice how much I I guess like stuff gets on your hands and you don't really think about it if you're not like really wigged out by stuff getting on your hands so a lot of times like if it wasn't a lot if it was a lot I might just like wipe it off on my apron or something and now it's like that I'm wearing gloves like anytime something gets on it I'm I'm aware of it I'm like oh shit I got stuff on my gloves I gotta change my gloves now but now I'm like kind of disgusted I'm like well what is that did I just get their like like I'm clearing you know glasses I'm like did I just get like their drink on me ew they drank that did I just get like their food on me, ew! That's disgusting. Um, that's like so. That's so gross. Like I didn't realize how much I come into contact on my hands with things that other people have had sort of in their mouths. Like I don't know. That just got. That was getting to me the other day, um, and it was really making me rethink my life choices in terms of my career and my profession. But after I, you know, had this realization, I really started thinking how much I actually like wearing the gloves because now I'm not even worried about it. Like now I I know that my hands are at least always going to be clean when I go back out. Like maybe I got, you know, when I'm clearing dishes and stuff, I don't have to worry about it. I'm like, yeah, I can I can touch everything because I'm immediately going to peel them off and put on a fresh pair. Um so that's been something that, you know, somebody asked me about it. Somebody felt kind of bad for me that I was wearing gloves and I said, honestly, I love wearing gloves. I don't think I'm ever going to do this job without wearing gloves again. And you know what? I don't care if people think I'm weird. Like, they're so helpful. First of all, my hands aren't getting as dry as they always are. Because, you know, you're always like washing your hands. And now I just change gloves because that's like cleaner. And I my hands have never been so soft while I've been at working five days a week. So that's a huge plus to this that I never anticipated. Um, but also... I don't think, to the author's point, I don't think that me wearing the gloves has that same false sense of security. I think it actually is way safer than, um, you know, just me having my normal hands and washing them when I feel like, oh, they're disgusting, which, you know, my judgment, my judgment may be better than others and it also may not be. So I think the across the board rule of all servers wearing gloves is really advantageous. Um, not to say that was the author's entire point. I mean, the author was saying that, you know, deep cleaning, like every window sill, and, you know, making sure every menu has been sterilized in a restaurant, you know, it doesn't really do anything if it's an indoor restaurant. And that I definitely agree with, you know, but I was thinking about in terms of my own restaurant, you know, what we've been doing in the surfaces, we really focus on sanitizing. And I think the author would be proud to hear that really the ones we're focusing on are the things that are probably always super disgusting in restaurants. Like they probably are, and we've never thought about it. Um, you know, we sanitize the restroom before and after each, well, not before, before each new person comes to use it. So after everybody uses it. Um, So, you know, that means the door handle, the light switch, the lock on the door, the handle on the toilet, the handle on the sink, you know, things that notoriously for years are like the grossest things you can touch. You know what I mean? Um, But we're also focusing on things that, you know, I never even thought about how gross they probably are. Like, you know, when... (laughs) This is when some people are about to be like, I'm never going back to a restaurant again. Like I never thought about how many people in a given week probably touch a chair that we have, which, okay, that's not so gross. But then I think about like the sugar caddies we leave on your table when you ask for coffee and you ask for sugar and I bring you that little thing that's like filled with different types of sugar. Like those never get washed, like ever. I'd like, I mean, in some places, you know, they probably have a certain week or month that they like oh yeah we always wash them at the end of the month or something like that good for them I don't know many places that really focus on things like that that don't get like wet you know like obviously like you know um the things like little ramekins for milk or for butter or something like that obviously those get cleaned because that's how we get the food out of them but you know anything that like like salt and pepper shakers I can't even tell you when those would probably get cleaned. I wish I could, but I can't. Um, And that's like, I think all around, this has made us think more about just cleaning in general, just hygiene practices. Like we just clean the fridge all the time now because we just think about it all the time now, even though that's not like a COVID issue. It's just like, while we're cleaning, let me clean the, let me clean the fridge. Um, You know, I can't tell you When the last time certain things were really like bleached and sanitized would have been prior to this. And now I'm like very aware. I can tell you, I'm like, now the vase on your table, I sanitized it this morning. I promise you. And it was probably sanitized the day before, too. You know, I think a healthy amount of hygiene theater is really appropriate. I totally empathize with the author's sentiment that, like, maybe on a large scale this really isn't what we should be focusing on because he makes a lot of comparisons to like national chain brands and you know um, a man in Florida who's like everything needs to be sanitized every day Um, I didn't really get that part but and he thinks that's the author feels that that's overkill and I totally empathize with that but I think on a small scale you know with those things that are frequently touched every single day um, the things that we know just in life like well those are disgusting you know do you know how gross do you know do you know how gross door handles are like especially ones that go to a bathroom do you do you know have you ever looked that up like don't don't ever look it up because it's so gross it is so absolutely disgusting and you you a person who has gone to a restaurant has probably gone to a bathroom or opened the door, yeah, washed your hands, but then touched the same door handle on the way out and then gone and eaten something with your hands. Do you know, do you know how absolutely disgusting that is? Like, I can't believe, I can't believe, straight up, cannot believe people walk into my restaurant without using the hand sanitizer, which we offer you. You don't have to use it, but we have a little like squirt thing you know, you put your hand on it and it gives you a little foam hand sanitizer. I can't believe people will like not do that. They're like, yeah, I don't need it. It's okay. And I'm like, all right, good for you. But they go into the, re- they go into our outdoor area and they sit down and you know, you touch stuff and they eat bread with their hands. Like I'm at a loss. I'm like, why would you eat anything with your hands nowadays? Like why? I also am amazed by people who like bring their own bottle of wine because they don't want to touch ours or they don't want to drink out of ours, which like the wine inside isn't affected by the, okay. But then eat off our plates, eat with our silverware, drink out of our glassware. It's like, so, you know, it, it. that's kind of the worst part. I mean, I did have someone who brought in their own glassware, which like kind of made sense, sort of. I was like, I mean, I guess, but you're still eating off our plates. Like if you don't trust the sanitation practice of our glasses, why would you trust our plates and our silverware? I don't know. It just seems counterintuitive to me. It's kind of like if you're going to go in, go all in, you know, because we're not making it on paper plates and we're not making it in plastic cups. So I feel like you kind of just got to commit at a certain point. But what do I know? Um, so, yeah, I I agree with the, all, of that, all of that to somehow say that I understand they're feeling that on this large scale effort of like America's efforts, it might be a little ridiculous to be thinking so much about our surface transmission and not airborne transmission, which really is where the problem is. Um, and I totally agree with that, but I also think it's much easier for people to comprehend the surface transmission versus the air transmission. Like I can't tell you, I can't tell you how many times I have, and these are well-intentioned people. I just want to say like, I'm in New Jersey. Most people here are like trying to do the right thing because they don't want to get sick and they want this to be over, which is a whole nother thing. Like, I know you want this. Everybody would like this to be over. Okay. But it's not. So deal with it. Um, But I can't tell you how many people I see who like they know somebody at another table. This happened to me the other night. I had um, one group at one table and another uh, two people at a different table and they clearly knew each other. Their tables were six feet apart. There was really nobody in the restaurant that night. And one lady from one of the tables when she was leaving, she, I swear, put on her mask to go talk to the other table. And then as soon as she got there and started talking to them, pulled the mask down below her chin and then just took it off and i'm like so you know that now everything i've done for you tonight is kind of worthless because you just i don't know these people i can't account for them i don't know you i can't account for you to them like uh, clearly y'all know each other but you know if if there had been other people in the restaurant I would have been like you have to put your mask back on but it was really just them left so I was like all right she's only gonna hurt them and clearly they seem to have some kind of an understanding in their social contact between each other that they're fine with this which I think is kind of bullshit but you know whatever that's that's not my business but I see people do it all the time I saw people who like you know definitely should know better walking around without a mask and I'm like you know I hate that everybody acts like, well, yeah, the rules apply to people who probably have it. I don't have it. You don't know that, you know? So as I've said on previous podcast episodes, I act always like I have it. I always act like I have it and I could be giving it to someone and I could just be in that two week period where I'm, or I could be asymptomatic, but I could be in the period where I don't know I have it yet. Um, And I feel that that's a socially responsible way to act. And I think that's how everybody should act. And that's how I expect people to act and I correct them if they don't um so that being said I, I totally understand this author's perspective that's like what we really need to be telling people is don't go anywhere without a mask I'm seeing and there's a lot about it right now like there's a lot about there's a lot going around now about like well you know if you're gonna see your friends like here's how you have a conversation about whether or not they want you I'm like you shouldn't be seeing anybody and if you are sit sit six feet apart and wear a mask. Period. Full stop. I don't care what conversations you've had with each other. You know, I don't care. Oh, I've been really good and I've only been, you know, that's fine. That's your own risk. But if you want the honest answer of how you should be acting, six seat. (laughs) I'm too heated. My stutter came out. Sit six feet apart apart from each other and always wear your mask and be outside. It's still nice out. I mean, I know it's hot, but I have to wear a mask and work in like, (laughs) and work in a polo and long pants so you can wear a mask and sit in like comfy clothes outside. It's fine. Have a, like have some ice water or something and drink it under your mask. We're all making it work. Okay. Figure it out. It's not that hard. It's not that bad. You honestly get used to it. I, I don't think a lot enough people are saying that either. You get used to it. Like, um, Yeah, the only other surface I can think we're really worried about right now is, like, we're trying to do contactless payment, sort of. Um, So, we use a tablet and we use Square. So, like, if you've ever been to, like, kind of a bougie, like, bakery or something where they, like, turn the whole computer around and you just, like, sign it with your finger, that's probably Square. Um, And that way you... I don't have to, like bring you out a physical copy of the bill and then you hand me your credit card and then I take it back in the building and I swipe it through our machine and then I bring it back to you and you sign with a pen and like pens are disgusting um that way we can avoid all that and instead you can just say like okay I will sanitize this whole tablet down for you and wipe it down with a wet wipe and you will just use your finger to sign it and then boom we're done like one step I do unfortunately like technically they are supposed to swipe their card through the machine But a lot of times it doesn't work for people. Like they're just not good at it. They don't do the right speed. Sometimes they don't get it. It has to go like through the little card reader. Sometimes they try to do it on top. And I'm like it's not like that. So um, sometimes I just offer to do it for people. And in that case I (laughs) wipe down their credit card with a Lysol wipe. And I'm wearing clean gloves. And I wipe it. And then I wipe down their card again. And hand it back to them. And then I still have to wipe the machine after. So it's a couple extra steps. But it does believe it or not save some time. Um and this is just now what I go through, and I'm okay with that. Um, But it does create, you know, it it, it's being as contactless as possible. Um, And I think people look at me and really think it's overkill, but like, your credit card is disgusting. I hate to, I hate to tell you, your credit card is gross. Your credit cards are gross. I'm not giving you a pen. I'm not giving you a, like, we have checkbooks. I'm not giving you a checkbook because I have to clean all of those when you lit, like, all of them because you touched it with your hands. And I can't give that to someone else who's going to touch it also with their hands. That's just not, that's not reasonable. That's not safe. And I understand that maybe in the grand scheme of things, as this author says, it's kind of overkill. It's not necessary to sanitize all those things. Um, but I still think in the interim in the small everyday action, I do think it's possible you know we've been very lucky that you know nobody <laughs> knock on wood, nobody's sick um, so I and that could just be because we're lucky and none of our patrons have been people who were in contact with somebody or because we did the right thing we'll never know. Um, but I've said it before and I'll say it again if we you know as a business get through this pandemic and nobody gets sick we don't get a call from anybody that like hey I just got you know tested for COVID and I have it and I was at your restaurant if that happens I will feel like we did a great job and I will never <laughs> will never knock that I'll be like nope we did we did everything we need to do and it worked out um because you know it's it is really it is really nerve-wracking um you know I can't stress enough that I do kind of feel like I <laughs> This is kind of hard to to put into words. I do feel like I am putting myself out there and exposing myself. You know, there are probably 250 people in my restaurant a week. And in some way, shape, or form, I'm exposed to all of them. um, Whether through my own taking care of them and serving them or through some other means. So... Yes, I do feel like I put myself at risk quite a bit. I put myself at risk technically every day I go into work. Not as much as some other folks, certainly, but I do put myself out there. Um, and I try not to be scared of that, but at the same time, I'm not a trained medical professional. I do not know technically what I'm doing. I took AP Bio, and <laughs> and that's pretty much all I got that I'm working with. I mean, I'm doing my best with what I got, and I'm reading uh, too many articles about it. And sometimes I can't sleep because of that. But, you know... Um, so anyway, I hope this podcast episode didn't gross you out too, too much, um, and I hope you will still continue to support your local restaurants during this trying time. I hope it will, that, the, as always, that this podcast makes you more considerate of the service workers in your life that you come into contact to. Um, remember that they're humans and they're dealing with this pandemic just like you, and um, Remember that a lot of them have just been unemployed for a long time and also could lose their employment at any moment. And also that they don't have benefits or anything like that. Like all their money comes from you tipping them, which could be a whole separate conversation. And in fact, might be a separate podcast episode where we talk about tipping and how tipping works in the restaurant industry. Because I realize a lot of y'all don't understand it. Um, which is fine. I don't expect you to, but I expect you to. Um, so we could change that. Anyway, so as I said, please be kind to your service industry workers. Please take care of them. Please be a good person. Um, Stay safe and I'll see you in the next episode. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye.